Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The great Chris Booker is here, uh, a longtime friend of mine in radio. He's uh, extraordinary on the air. He was at K-Rock forever, and he's been in uh, Lipstick City doing his show. Uh, 30 years now you've been on the air. That's great, dude. It's good to see you. Yeah, it's hard to believe. Nice to see you, Scott. Do you like... um, do you like doing it better in uh, New York or L.A.? I what always, did you like better? I always say that New York's for your 20s. Then after your 20s, you got to go, unless you're making a lot of money. If you like a lot, a lot of money in Manhattan, it's a nice place to live. But, the, you know, the, the living out here is it's nice. You, you can't beat it. It's sunny every day except for the day you come. Yeah, I'm here for three days. And it, it rains. I yeah, haven't seen the, the sun thing. once since I've it's, been it's, here. It's, it's miserable. It has, been, it has been sunny since... First time in L.A. and yeah, I haven't seen the sun Since 2014, once. the sun has been out. But you guys come out here and it's just... It's and meanwhile, back home, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah I hear it's but a, a nice month. But, but believe me you, in a few days, it'll be hell on earth there. It'll literally be miserable for eight months straight. So I know what it's like out here. I lived here. But do you... When you were on K-Rock, uh, did you... It was the best time of That was life. the best time. Yeah. I mean... That know, made you a star. Was, well, you know, you have Howard Stern. And right. When Howard Stern's your morning guy and he kind of... You know, took me under his wing a right. He didn't hate me, which was great. That's awesome. And that's and that just kind of helped. Can you believe we both worked with him? That's weird. It's so weird. It's crazy. Yeah. I felt like it was a miracle for me. I have to tell you a funny story. So we had the same boss, right? And I still have that boss. And uh, this guy, so do you, do you know the story behind what they did to me? No. So I was in L.A. doing the show. Like, you and I were do- on we flip-flopped. So uh-huh. I was in L.A. doing it all the years, uh-huh. and he would scream and yell at me. I mean, like, you have no idea, because I was so crazy. I was on drugs. I was <laughs> high. I was drunk. I was completely wet. I've heard some great stories okay. about you doing the show with your face laying on the console, and you could actually talk right. into the microphone. Like, that's how out there you were. Literally, I did shows in New York <laughs> where I would. It, we had five-minute breaks, and I would pass out for four minutes and 45 seconds, and they would shake me to wake me up to do the next segment. <laughs> I would pass out. The minute they went to break, I'd pass. Literally, I'd black out. I want to know Scott then. Okay, that's, so, what I want, so, that's what I want to see. So this guy <laughs> would scream. I, mean? I want to know that he, guy. He would scream and yell at me. Scream and yell. I mean, just screaming and yelling. And I'd be sitting in my pool on a raft smoking a doobie. And I had the phone on the side of the pool on a speaker. And he would be screaming and yelling at me. And then eventually, uh, he just said, I'm done with it. I, I cannot deal with you. Right. You, I, you are uh, you're insane. You're nuts. You're a pain in my ass. I'm done. I'm done with it. He's like, you either move to New York so I can yell at you here or you're fired. Make your mind up. You got till five o'clock. You're either moving here or you're finished. And then so I had to literally, yeah. I, I literally had to drop everything I was doing my entire life. I mm-hmm. lost everything. Mm-hmm. I, st- I took a box of clothes and a, and a, and a literally, I, I think, a box of clothes and a bag of weed. And I drove to New York from Los Angeles. And it took me like five days. I stopped somewhere in Kansas City and bought some meth. And I was like, I literally. <laughs> I lived on that street. It was Independence, Missouri. I'm sure right. it was. It was by Kauffman Stadium. True. That's where all the meth was. I lived no, there. No, but wait, I stopped in Manhattan, Kansas and got the crabs in a hotel. <laughs> yeah. And then I made it to New York. And then, and then I worked for him uh, again. Then I screwed him over. And I went to work at ESPN. That, and then he wanted mm-hmm. to kill me. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up, uh, I ended up uh, working for Howard. Mm-hmm. And then I come back, and now I'm working for him again. All these years later, and now I'm an old man, and I got kids and a mortgage, and he likes me. Yeah. Now he, now we get along. He's like, 
Why didn't you just do this the first time? Why didn't you just be nice to me back then? From the beginning, you were so good now. What happened? Why were you just, you just were so impossible. Well, we shared a producer. I had a producer that produced you prior at NAW when you worked there in New York. And they would tell me stories about how Who is that? Well, there was Olivero, right. and there was Chris Rosen. Yeah. And they would tell me stories about going to get you in the hotel rooms and how we, <laughs> this is the best. Like, he would move out of a hotel room by opening the window. Yeah, I've heard and, some and stories. Jumping out I did. The, and he would abandon the hotel. Scott owes like $1,000. $60,000. Something like that. 60000 Scott would open a window and leave, and that'd be the end they of the hotel. They pulled the van, the radio yeah, van they up, pulled the and radio I threw, station van, I threw and boxes would, And he was throwing out. his stuff out. So, I mean, I heard 100 stories about you. I was like, so, I got to be friends with this guy. How about this? When when I moved, I threw all the boxes out the window and they and they they were they called the police they were gonna have me arrested and everything else I ran I jumped out a window I ran down I dove into the van they took me to the radio station and I put fifty boxes of my life in a in the office at NEW and and left it there every day for like two years and I just lived and my office was filled with boxes mm-hmm. and I mean there was drugs in there and porno <laughs> flashlight everything and then they finally they finally I remember they flipped a, or what no. Uh, I remember it was the sex for Sam that they fired everyone that yeah. day. And that was the last time yeah. I ever worked with them. And then how about this? Well, Olive. then they turned it pop and then I worked. There. And then yeah. Olive, mm-hmm. Olive uh, ended up as the reason I came back to CBS Sports Radio. Olive became like the president of That's CBS right. and he hired me to bring me. And Chernoff right. was like, I'm not having him again. I've had it. And Spitz is like, I'm not a fan. This guy's a monster. He's the devil. We're not having it. And Olive said, I'm your boss. You lose. Uh, and they brought me back, and I've been there ever since. And now they think I'm, like, the greatest guy ever. So. You are. You always no, have I'm not. been. You've I'm a always horrible been the being. best on the air, So, man. So you moved out here, and um, you missed your Mets. But you're a Steeler fan. But yep. but you just said to me, you don't want Callaway fired. You're the only guy I've, I've met yet that doesn't want that. You should hear them screaming and okay. cussing in our newsroom to fire this guy. Okay, okay. Look at the team at the All-Star break. Right. They were dead. The season was over. Finished. There was no meaningful baseball. Then they went on that crazy run after the All-Star game. And, you know, you get guys like Davis, and you got all these guys co- uh, contributing. And I think something there had to have motivated those kids. Right. Those young – it's kids. It's Alonzo. He tied the home run record. Badass. I mean, somebody was in there rooting for those guys. Why did guys. you become a Mets fan? That's the weirdest thing. I was a Pirate fan growing up. but What you happened know, to you? Because you do radio and you move around the country. You know, we're and talking y- about the right. boxes. You're there right. was no MLB TV back then. There were the box scores in the newspaper or what you saw you're on right. ESPN. And was the ESPN in the 90s showing Pirates highlights? I don't think no, so. No, you're right. Never. I so, had the same. Same thing. I became fans of like the Lakers and the Dodgers. I became fans of the Atlanta Hawks because I lived there. I liked the Heat because Mm -hmm. I lived in Miami. And Mm -hmm. I liked the Knicks because I've been there 20 years. When I went to New York, I went to Yankee Stadium. It was full. It was 95-6. Right when they started their run, it was packed. I was like, this sucks. And everyone had body odor. I can't relate to this. Let me go over to Shea. It's a dump. They have nobody on the team. It's just like Three River Stadium. You go to the bathroom. I'm like, hey, Mike. They're like, hey, Booker. You You knew everybody there. So I I fit in. Do you go to Dodger Stadium? Do you ever go? I do all of the time. You love it. My my butt. I'm really good buddies with Ned Coletti, who was the ex. I remember him. Okay, so the GM, and now he's got another gig. He just got hired. Sure, hockey. The Sharks hired. I invited I invited him to come down here tonight to talk hockey with you because I knew you would love it. Yeah, I know Ned Coletti. So he'll be at my house tomorrow. We'll be talking about you tomorrow. He's a great guy. I liked him when he was the Dodger GM. Oh, he was the best. And they didn't want him to get that job either. Yeah, but he did a really great job. I thought he did a good job. His fingerprints are all over that team still.
So you've lived out here now how many years? About almost 10 years. About so 10 years I, so I did 10 years out here, and you've... you've uh, you went back, you've, though. Do you, you went back east. Did you like going well, back east? About as much as I go to San Diego every summer surfing. Mm. I don't... I Huntington Beach, whatever. Like, I, I'm wearing my... I, what do I got on? Don't I have on, like... You a look dude. like a surfer. He has Venice on tonight. He's got flip-flop. Flip, flip. This is California, Scott. This look is every him. night, though. <laughs> oh, this is every night. Booker, this is every night. Every night, even in snow. Even in the in the middle of winter. It could be three feet outside in January. Comes in with the flip flops and the shorts yeah. on. Yeah, I'm not a fan of. You fit uh, in out here. I don't just like pants. Fine. I don't like shoes. I don't like any restrictions <laughs> on my onions. So you know, I think your career has been incredible. I mean this when I say this. Like of all the people, you know how these guys always get these awards in radio that are so soft. I don't get any of those. I, no, but I think you deserve it. Oh, I really you. do thank think. That like, was nice. Of you. No, but I mean it. Like people have always like like my buddy Rome got one. I think he got into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you know, and I don't follow these types of things ever. I just knew that he got in because I work at CBS. So I knew that he got in, and I'm a, I've am been a fan of his since uh, we met for the first time when I was in L.A., and he came up to see me do my show. But you have, uh, I mean, for a, a DJ to have lasted 30 years in New York and Los Angeles is such an accomplishment. I don't think, do you even realize that you pulled that off? 30 years of DJ. Do you know how many people they fire and whack and ruin that become, <laughs> like, prostitutes and drug dealers, and they, they end up going into sales or cars, or they end up going into technology? All or, of those or, Sound great Silicon right Valley. <laughs> How many people do you know that, that you've seen come and go and change careers when they started in radio and they couldn't make it? 90% of them. But you stood 30 years behind the mic. That's insanity. I think he deserves to be I, in the Radio Hall of Fame. I think he absolutely <laughs> deserves to be there. Radio Hall of Fame. And this is a crazy moment for me. I'm going to vote for him to get in. I'm going like, to push for where, Booker where to get in. Where is this ballot that we This can, is like no. 19-year-old Carver High's like dream right here because... Late 90s, Carver High, Pharrell on the bench at night, yep. Chris Booker on K-Rock. I yep. mean, this is, like, huge for me right I mean, there. it's great. And uh, But you, you, you're you all humble and everything. Do you realize that? that but do, does anyone ever say to you how crazy it is that you've lasted that long doing, like, DJs, they come and go like uh, STDs. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Well, you, you have to be able to kind of do everything. Like, I, you know, I've done rock radio, alternative radio, But do you radio, cheese out radio, on doing Top radio. 40? Because no, I used to do it, and I, I wanted to kill myself. I like music. I like me. It doesn't matter if you put country music in front of me. I would find the best country music to talk about. So it. listen, I can't believe you're going out to dinner. Where are you going to dinner? Um, new restaurant. Dantana's. Hi ho. <laughs> oh, I love Dantana's. Dantana's is great, right? Hey, uh, Chris, it's great to see you, brother. Thanks for Thanks coming for on the bench. I love you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.